0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Woodstone Stories. My name is Roman Blemke, Chief Operations Officer here at Woodstone Senior Living. Today is February 24th, 2021. For those of you that are listening for the first time, we built this podcast with the intention of helping tell the stories of Woodstone. From highlighting what's happening at the communities to staff and resident stories, our goal is to provide a way for each of our listeners to learn more about what makes our communities a great place to work and to call home. Today on Woodstone Stories, I'm joined by Brittany Golden, Executive Director of Woodstone New Ulm. Hi. And Jill Springer, Executive Director of Woodstone of Hutchinson. Hello. Thank you both for joining me. Absolutely. So yeah. we've made it through the cold winter here, kind of. Yep. I mean, it feels like it's going to be 50-something here within a heartbeat, right?
1: Feels like spring.
0: Did you make it through okay <laughs> down there, Brittany?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah, do anything? Feels, it feels did,
0: good. Did you do anything fun? Did you go like snowshoeing? Did you just go make snow angels?
1: You know, I didn't really, I kind of had a boring winter, but it was okay. <laughs> um, so I'm glad that this weather is happening right now. I can take my dog for a walk, which I really enjoy. So yeah, know I, I'm glad that winter's coming to an end. I just didn't really do anything fun, which is okay.
0: Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, this past year, and what I wanted to talk about today, we're going to talk about a few things. And the reason I'm having both of you guys on is we're, we're making the journey to getting back open again for families. And I know that both of you guys have done that. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're talk about vaccines. We're going to talk about some other stuff. So we're going to start off. And just the past year has seen a lot of challenges. But both of your teams have really pulled through. Um, with National Care Provider Day just, uh, what, a week ago? Both of you guys really had some nice things to say about your team specifically, um, and that was really impressive.
2: Yeah, I think that one of the biggest challenges that any, um, uh, well, any business really faced this this last year with COVID was adapting and adjusting. And I know, um, I'm sure Brittany's team in New Almond, and I know my team here in Hutchinson, underwent almost constant change for a while there whether it was um, adding different protective wear or um, not being able to serve residents meals the way we used to adapting to changes in activities and I cannot believe the whole time no matter how tired and exhausting it all got uh, they just kept showing up for work they um they would wear their their we call it PPE so per, personal protective equipment so the masks the goggles the gowns all that stuff they just wear it little bit of grumbling but not bad right and they just do it um, we couldn't do many group activities so a lot of staff took it upon themselves to interact with residents one on one because that's what we were allowed to do and they just kept showing up and even when um, you know some staff did get sick and some residents did get sick everybody just kept showing up to take care of our residents. And it was really inspiring to see them um, adapt and adjust. And it was re- just really clear to me how much they care about our residents and how they view this as more than just a job.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Brittany, what were your, some of your thoughts around that?
1: Yeah, no, I do agree uh, with what Jill said. They really did adapt here at Whitstone and New Orleans to all the changes that we've had Um, you know, they've done such a great job just making our residents feel even more like family, uh, you know, during the past year with all of the changes that we've had with not a lot of, you know, visits or with family being able to come in, um, just not a lot of interaction with the community. But my my caregivers really did a great job just kind of um, you know, interacting with our residents on that level. So they still would, you know, have activities uh to do or um, you know just just making them feel at home um, again they just did a really good job doing that you know our caregivers are really true heroes uh, we can't thank them enough here uh, the compassion they show I guess on a daily basis you know really true really truly shows how much uh, they care for our residents and families um, they've done a great job with their PPE uh, you know, whether it's telling them uh, just to put their glasses on for a second, um, but they've really adjusted within the last year, and we we couldn't be any more proud of them. And it's you know it's a pleasure to have all of them on our team.
0: Yeah, you brought up a great point there. Um, you know the, the the fact that people couldn't come in and see their mom or dad, you know, unless it was through a window early on in the pandemic. Like I had a I had a moment last night where I was like not reminiscing because that is not the right word. I don't want to relive any of this 2021 necessarily. Um, But I was thinking about how things were and how stressful it was early on. And when some of that was taken, some of the normalcy was taken away and how the staff adapted. And I've always felt like our teams felt like the residents that lived in the buildings were part of their family already. And you make a great point that when, when that part was taken away, it's, it was terrible it sucked but our staff really they came even, together came together and put their arms around the residents too and said we're we're going to get through this together and they became even more of a family than what they were before, I feel.
2: And the communication yeah. about it, you know, we have we have electronic charting with notes that go back and forth to all staff between shifts that everyone gets to see. And I would see things like, hey, this resident is struggling today. Um, it made her really happy that I went in and visited for 15 minutes. Could the next couple shifts please do that too? Yeah. Right, so there was a lot of communication about, specific residents when they needed a little extra time and attention. And I just, they just stepped up to the plate. It was really beautiful. Yeah,
1: I would, have, yeah, I would agree on that too. And same goes with like some meals. They were just, some of them were craving their favorite meals that, you know, they just kind of, kind of brought them comfort, you know, in a sense. So um when you say communication, our resident or our staff, they do a really good job with that too. Saying like, you know, uh so-and-so is really wanting just, you know, I'm. Un- an ice cream cone tonight. Um, And that's what we would do. You know, we would, Mm -hmm. we would adapt to what they want um, just because that's, that's what we do here. You know, we want to make them um, feel at home and happy uh, at all times, especially with the last year with all the changes that have happened.
0: And I feel like, um, you know, when we talked about activities, you know, typically it was, you know, the community life coordinator was in charge of doing all that kind of stuff, but really, Everybody jumped in and found a way to participate in things. It kind of became. It was honestly, it was an all hands on deck. Obviously, for the last twelve months. But I remember seeing like I can't remember which one of your guys' buildings had it, but like the ice cream truck that the care provider had put together, and they just found fun ways to do things, even though we couldn't do things the way we were. And that was, and that was kind of past stuff. I mean, we're we're seeing obviously. Some small group stuff starting to happen, activities, those kinds of things. So there are positive things happening. And that kind of brings me to the next question, which is one of the things that we were looking forward to the most uh, over the past 12 months was getting to the day when we would have a vaccine. And over the past two months, residents and staff have been getting their vaccine shots in your guys' communities. Um, How did those vaccination clinics go for your residents? I mean, I know a lot of them were really excited and couldn't wait.
1: Yeah, so here at With New um, it went really smooth. It was a smooth process for us. Um, we went through Firstly White and Springfield. Uh shout out to Jake, he was um he was awesome uh to work with. And we had about ninety-five percent of our residents get vaccinated, which is awesome. Um they were all super excited. Uh and then we had a good handful of our staff as well. And both times uh that we did have Jake come here. Um, like I said, the the process just really went smooth and we are just excited, uh, to be able to have this vaccine. Now it's just something that our residents and families like to talk about. Um, it's just, you know, it's just a great, it's a great feeling that, uh, we were able to get vaccinated.
0: Yeah. And I know Jill, you had a couple of residents who were very vocal about, it. they couldn't wait.
2: Oh, it, they were so excited. It was Maybe the easiest um, series of phone calls that we made or, or visits with residents to check with uh, some, not all of our residents make their own healthcare decisions. So we would check with families and we would check with residents and it was a resounding yes. I mean, it took like an hour to do the whole process because everybody mm-hmm. was just like, yes, sign me up. Uh, They were just all on board. All on board. It was was really great. Um, We use Thrifty White also here in Hutchinson, and I'll shout out to Jenny because she was fabulous. Um, They've come now twice, and they'll come a third time in March, and then we'll kind of see where to go from there. But the residents were... um, you know, we asked that we had to get some forms signed beforehand and then it was a few weeks before the vaccine came and I can't tell you how many visits to the office we got from <laughs> residents. So is the vaccine today <laughs> or tomorrow? <laughs> and we're like, "Okay, no, it's in like a week, but they were really <laughs> excited about it." So yeah. it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So so now that the vaccines are in place and we've in both of your guys' buildings have gone past the the 14 days after the second one, so we're if you've got it first time, you've got it the second time, now you're 14 days past that. Mm-hmm. We're we're at the point where a lot of them are are vaccinated. So we're we're getting set up right now to open up for visitors again. And I think both of you guys' communities are at that point where you're you're having visitors come back in. Since so much of this is based on building specific items, what can families or visitors kind of look forward to when they come to visit your community? How would they go about calling you and setting up the time to come and see their mom or dad.
2: Sure. So um, I'll go first in Hutchinson, and I'm sure um, Brittany might have some different parameters down in New Ulm. And if you're listening to this and you have a loved one at Woodstone and or a loved one somewhere else, call your building Um, every facility is rolling this out differently. Every community, every assisted living is rolling this out differently because the guidance has been a little bit loose, which is okay. It it allows for some decision-making on each community's part. So what we're doing in Hutchinson is we don't have any visitation hours. You can come and visit your loved one on the weekends and the evenings because we understand a lot of kids and grandkids, they work. So it makes it tricky. We will allow 10 visitors in the building at any given time, and that includes um, anybody that's coming in to work on maintenance, any hospice or home care, uh, anything like that is included. You don't have to sign up to come to our Um, community. If you're traveling from a distance and you want to call and kind of make a little reservation, that's just fine because we understand people travel. Each resident can have no more than two visitors at a time. You are allowed to go to their room, but we ask that you wear your mask and socially distance. You'll still be screened at the door, just like every single person, staff included, that ever uh, comes uh, through the front doors of Woodstone. So, you know, do you have any symptoms? We'll take your temperature, all that good stuff. Um, And and then what you have to look forward to is just how how excited the resident is to see you mm-hmm. um they they are just could not be happier that mm-hmm. their kids and spouses and grandkids can come and um you know we're already starting to get calls can i take you know my mom out to lunch on her birthday next week and so we're hoping to get there soon we're not there yet but mm-hmm. right now just please come come in and
0: visit Brittany, is, there, is it similar in your building, or is it a little different?
1: Ours is a little bit different. So our visits are taking place in our front lobby. Uh, they are able to schedule a visit um, or just call if they're five minutes away and see what we have open for our time slots. We do do one-hour visits to start with. Uh, this is just because we had just started. Uh, we will look in the next couple of months of you know changing things around, but. Um, you do have to schedule a visit and we do have a link available for that as well. So we will post that this week and we'll try and post that weekly so you can sign up for a visit. But also you can call Crystal uh, at 507-233-2282 or you can email her at life at WoodstoneSeniorLiving.com. And that is how you schedule your visit. You do have to screen in at the front entryway, like Jill had mentioned, um, temperature, make sure that you wear or put hand sanitizer on, and then we ask that you wear your mask at all times throughout the visit, and then social distance of six feet apart. Um, what Jill had mentioned as well is we are, our, our visits are, uh, we're only allowing two guests per resident, um, and then we only can have 10 visitors in our building at a time. Um, we have noticed the visits are going real, really well. Uh, it's nice to see families just reunited with their loved ones. Uh, we truly do see the enjoyment in our residents during and after the visit, which uh, is just you know great to see for our staff and you know management here.
0: Yeah, it's been great to see some of the some of the pictures and, and hear from some people that I know that have their parent living in in the communities. Just at how excited they are to see each other again and, and be able to be in the room and stuff like that. And, you know, there, we've been going through this thing, uh, for the last 12 months. And I would say like, I was, I was thinking as you guys were talking, I'm like, well, this is just like stage one and we're going to move to the next stage here. soon. we've gone through a lot of stages during this past 12 months. So I don't know if this is stage 75 or yeah. <laughs> stage 12. I don't or, know. Right. But what I, what I was thinking is that like, this is what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And as the vaccine continues to roll out, as we were, as we were sitting down to do this, uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is probably going to get approved on Friday. So that's one more vaccine opportunity that is out there. So more and more vaccines are going to be available. And as more and more people get that, we're going to move even farther down the road of getting back to, quote, unquote, normal. So taking what the last 12 months gave us, what are each of you guys looking forward to the most? as we head into the next 12 months?
1: Oh, boy. Jill, <laughs> Do you want to maybe take this first?
2: I will, and and I would just like our listeners to know that one of the reason reasons you might hear a little bit of like extra hesitation with Brittany and myself is that we know what we want, and we know what we'd love to see, And you almost hesitate to say it out loud because you don't want to jinx yourself or you don't want to give anybody any false promises. So but what I would love to see are some changes, first and foremost, um, within the building. I would like to see residents to be able to sit at the same table and have a meal together again Mm -hmm. rather than at separate tables six feet apart. Now. Like like Roman mentioned, we're in stage 70-something. There was a while there where they weren't even allowed to come into the dining room. They had to eat in their room. So this is certainly better, right? Being able to be in the dining room is certainly better for them. I'd like to be able to see um, more group activities. And I understand the six feet social distancing, but with so many residents being vaccinated, I'd like to see some of those rules loosened a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to see residents be able to go out to lunch with their loved ones. Right Now, with summer around the corner, um, that opens up some great opportunities for us regardless of what the rules say. We do a lot of live music in our parking lot, which is outdoors. It's easier to social distance. So I'm really looking forward to summer where we can have exercises outside, bonfires outside, live music outside. We just, we have a lot more opportunities in Minnesota uh, in the summertime. Um, But I would, I would really like to see um, more uh, and not that any of us really have a strong sense of what normal is anymore, but a little more freedom with our residents within the building and then ability for them to be able to come and go as they please.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, you, you know, but I think, um, you know, that, that's great Uh, I would like to see more you know we did a lot of community involvement here with our residents and just you know being able to have them come in and do those you know we had MBW here uh, before bringing some of their residents in to connect with our residents and you know some kids so just that social interaction um, would just be nice to see and you know like you had said just you know, getting back to some normalcy, um, if you say that, you know, with activities, uh, you know, not having so many restrictions on that. Um, but I pretty much everything that you had said, Jill. But I, yeah, summer, I cannot wait, um, you know, to have a little entertainment outside and um, just do a little bit more, uh, you know, since we do not have to be inside coming up here.
0: Yeah. I think that, I think you guys are along the same lines. I have a, I have a bevy of things that I could talk about and that would probably take up a half hour in itself <laughs> that I would love to see in the next 12 months. Uh, but I think getting back to that, uh, idea where it is a little bit more freedom, right? And I think that's, that's the key. Um, and I, you know, I think it's uh, some easy steps is the being able to eat next to each other in the dining room. If you've got, of your residents vaccinated, there is a good chance that they should be able to be together, those kinds of things. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. And I think that's going that dial is going to change sooner rather than later. Um, I saw Dr. Fauci had said something the other day that it sounds like the CDC is going to make some announcements. And that feels like what MDH, uh, Minnesota Department of Health, is waiting on Mm -hmm. is some guidance from CDC. So I think that that's going to happen in the next, you know, several weeks and uh, I think that'll be a lot better so um, with that um, I want to thank both of you guys uh, for taking the time out uh, in your schedules uh, I know both of you guys are busy and I, I really appreciate you guys getting getting on this podcast and getting this timely information out so I'm glad we we're able to make it work and really thank you guys both for coming on uh, we want to take a moment and thank our families and, and teams uh, for all that they've been through the last year it hasn't been the easiest and we don't take that lightly. We're happy to be moving in the right direction and we're looking forward to the next cha- what the next chapter holds as more and more people are vaccinated, of course. To stay up to date on future podcasts, uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite streaming service, whether that be Spotify or Apple Podcasts or one of the many others out there. Just search for Woodstone Stories. To learn more about Woodstone Senior Living, you can find us at w- www.woodstoneseniorliving.com. Thanks again. We'll see you soon. Have a great week.